0: Now, your
1: host, Chris Cooper. Hello, this is Chris Cooper, and a big welcome to the Business Elevation Show on Voice America. It's great to be back with you again for yet another week, and a fantastic guest again this week in Francois Lupien. And we're going to be talking about as a man soweth life lessons from mother nature. Um, before I introduce you to Francois, I'd like to say a big thank you to uh, my guests. Um, last week, um, we talked about Playing the Game, which is uh, actually a, a brand new book. Um, For anybody who's looking at this uh, visually, you might say I'm holding it up now called Play the Game. Uh, and um, I actually contributed a chapter to it. Uh, and I'm really delighted to say that uh, it was a bestseller in three categories in the UK um, um, the last, about a couple of weeks ago, and in fact, last week, actually. And uh, we had on the show, we had Branka van der Linden, Carol Vermeulen, a Branka from Cyprus, Carol from South Africa, Haroon Danis, uh, and Adam Strong, who um, who brought the collaboration together um, from, from different countries around the world. And we um, we shared some of the different um, aspects of the book. And, and I think it's... Um, I, I wasn't quite sure when I contributed to it, actually, um, how good it was going to be. And, I, and it's really surprised me because uh, there's 18 chapters in there written by different thought leaders on different um, subjects, all relevant to uh, developing your business, developing yourself. And, and I'm really proud of the of the output. And then the week before that, we have Brandon Hatton, and we talked about conscious wealth. And uh, that interview was, uh, was really appreciated. If you're um, thinking, how do I... Handle my wealth. um, How do I build it? But also, how do I um, how do I consider it? How do I understand when things like how much is enough? Uh, And how do I contribute to a better world to my family through wealth? He's a financial advisor, but with a real kind of conscious um, aspect to him, and he's written a book called Conscious Wealth, um, published by Conscious Capitalism Press, uh, and I recommend reading it. It's really really good read. So. To today's show and to francois uh, welcome francois hello chris welcome as well
2: i'm excited to be here thank you so excellent. much
1: for having me excellent no, It's a pleasure and um you know I, i'm really interested in this conversation because i think there's a lot that we can learn mm-hmm. from nature and uh, there's certainly signs that, la- that nature is uh, is biting back at the moment is not happy with us mm-hmm. um and i um therefore kind of keen to understand how we can align ourselves better with nature to become even better in life and uh, and what can we learn from it and my guest today francois lupien is a dynamic mentor he's a coach he's a speaker and he's a presenter, and he's worked with some really, really interesting people, people like Tony Robbins and Jack Canfield, I think, who's been on the show. No, it's not Jack Canfield. So Stephen Covey, um, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Uh, That's a great book, uh, a book I remember being uh, one that, uh, when I worked for Mars, um, the organization bought, bought a copy in the UK for everybody because we loved that so much. And then Bob Proctor, who you might know from the movie, from The Secret, Amazing guy, I've had the privilege of having breakfast with him. Um, He's a really, really interesting um, man. Now, Francois is also a keen um, Taekwondo um, um, ex-Canadian champion, believe it or not. Uh, He's a top real estate agent um, for 11 years. He's a serial entrepreneur. He's had multiple successful six-figure businesses and who better to talk about all things kind of business, um, but also, I'm just, yeah, uh, nature will be just really interesting today. So a big welcome to Francois. Thank you um, so much, Chris. Yeah. So Francois, perhaps you could um, tell us where, where home is, um, you know, how life has been for you over the last year or two. And uh, and also you're, you've got quite an extensive family as well. So I'm intrigued as to how you survived lockdown and things like that, um, too, with your your amazing group of uh, of uh, young people and uh, and your wife etc
2: thank you well home is Ontario Canada I'm a French Canadian as Francois Lupien as you have said Mm -hmm. but I say I say 99% of my life is spent in English I can never get rid of my accent even though I went to English (laughs) university that's fine and a quirky thing about me is I still count in French all the time regardless of the numbers can't get it out of my head As you said, I have an extensive family. We have six wonderful children. And as of last week, it's been 30 wonderful years being married to my love of my life, Marlene. And so that's, I'm a family man. Family is very important to me. So that's that's one of the nuggets of my life is a lot of family time and things that we built together. And now they're all over the place. Some are in Arizona, some in Utah, some in Hawaii, and others are in Ontario. So they're all over the place, and that is great. It's fun that after a while, they can leave the nest and start to, you know, span their wings and hopefully use the, the, the teachings that we have given them in order to succeed in life, and they're all doing very well. I have only two left at the house right now. Uh, yeah, Absolutely. And you said, uh, how does life change in the last 12 months with that pandemic? Well, it's very interesting. As you said, I'm a serial entrepreneur and I have different businesses, one of which is a construction company. And uh, unfortunately, because of COVID, the government decided to pay people to stay home. (laughs) (laughs) So so a lot of installers says, I'm not doing it. And so therefore that that slowed down a lot, which is fine because I have my coaching business that I've been doing for years and now that has taken off greatly thanks to the internet and exactly what we're doing right now. We're far away, but yet we are so close. And so a lot of the effort has been going through this and in order to survive the pandemic, we turn to activities that were family oriented so i used to race motocross before so i bought other ones again and we have four-wheelers and motocross that we do as families and so these are things that are that are really really nice and a little bit of traveling snorkeling and uh, doing some surfing as well and scuba diving so uh, i'm a little active guy a little bit actually you and I, I love
1: life you certainly certainly are you, you certainly are uh, and uh, yeah i'm going be telling me was, was your mom still does flips on the trampoline was it so, did you say something oh about? yeah i still
2: i'm 60 years old and yeah do? i still do front flip, full do? flip back twist and uh, mm. if you know about wim hof uh, wim hof is yes. a, the ice man and so uh, i'm a little extremist i like things and so even this morning i took my three minute ice cold shower <laughs> <It> <laughs> is fantastic and every day after doing some breathing i do 50 push-ups uh, without breathing so if you if you find out about wim hof he's an interesting uh. character yeah, and the top that I was able to do is holding my breath for 4 minutes 7 seconds. I usually hover around 3 but 4 minutes. So, I'm a high achiever. Mediocrity is not an option in this life. Let's make things happen and live fully and help others do the same. It's sort of the way I like to live my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you just uh, so it just just come to my into my mind is uh, is telling a terrible French joke. Um two 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 cats trying to swim across the English Channel. One called Erndur and the other one called Un De Trois. Which one? Which one made it, and which one didn't? Un Deux,
2: Trois. The one that said Un
1: De Trois. No, um, well, un, un, un Deux made it because Un De Trois cat sank. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. And interestingly enough, uh, another thing about me: I love jokes that can be told to my kids i don't yeah. like uh, salty stuff hey these are great i love it it's fantastic everybody can enjoy them that's awesome thanks for sharing
1: <laughs> it, was, it was the most intelligent thing to say after uh, after after that but um it just okay. made it's me good. smile so t- tell me a little bit about what life was like growing up for you and and what you know what led you to becoming this taekwondo canadian champion
2: interesting uh I'm blessed that I was born and raised in a loving family. And it's an interesting thing is I never saw my parents argue in my life. Never. It's, and so that, that was an interesting thing because when I got married, I says, how come my dad and mom was always, because there's some, you know, challenges, but Hey, then ne- I never saw them argue, which was pretty wonderful. And my dad was a doctor. So upper middle class, and he's told me something very interesting. He says, I'll support you in doing anything that you want, but don't fool around or I'll pull the plug. Yes. So because of that, I decided to go all out with sports. And so at the provincial level, I was uh, in the swim team, uh, with, I did water polo at the provincial level, tennis, diving. And uh, uh, one of the things that we let like, we had a cottage, so I did a lot of motocross as a kid. So high performance things all the time. And I really enjoyed uh, volleyball. Volleyball, I'm 6'4", 210, 6'4", so <laughs> I, can, I can clear the net, like, up to here. So, it's, it's a fun sport for me. <laughs> and so, I really like that aspect. And then people say, hey, you're tall. Play volleyball. And sorry, basketball. I did not like basketball. Sorry, folks. And one of the reasons is it was undercover dirty. When people go up, they punch you and they mm-hmm. hit you. I did not like that. So, I says, if you want to fight, let's fight. And that's how. <laughs> taekwondo came into the picture let's find out if we have it what it takes to make it happen in the open and so uh i was interestingly enough six foot three and 125 pounds at 16 years old that's that's skinny Mm.
0: and Mm. after
2: six months of taekwondo i gained 50 pounds and then i went to 190 and i stayed there for 27 years and so the training uh of of sports is something that's brought about characteristics of winning, persistence, persevering, being coachable, and 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 constantly do what you're told to do in order to perform and not taking, and this is something, Chris, that I it has how do you say forged my life, take criticism for a positive thing. So if someone is trying to correct me, I don't take it the wrong way. I says, oh, that means I can get better. And sometimes I had to learn that I can't do that with others because most people take it the wrong way. They don't like to be, you know, do this or do that. But for me, it worked wonders and fantastic to the point that the training with the Taekwondo and going into the the Canadian team and actually winning the Canadian championship, I trained for three full months, six days a week, three hours a day. So I'm a little bit extremist. When I do something, let's make it happen. Let's see, as I said, mediocrity is not an option. And so also in there is the thing that you need to pay the price if you want to have a high goal. If you do less than what most people do, well, you can't expect to win. So this has been a foundation of me to say, hmm, I need to build a foundation that is based on not only my abilities, but other people's abilities to to mold me into a better individual. And so that's a great segue to say, "Hey, I like to help people and coach them to get better." Absolutely. Obviously, because mm-hmm. there's great results. I, I like to say, "Let's go for gold medal results."
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, I think it was um, Ken Robinson who said that feedback is the breakfast of champions.
2: Yes, I don't know if it's him, but yeah, feedback was, is yeah. the breakfast of champion. Absolutely,
1: yeah. you so, have yeah. to get it daily. Yeah, and that and that is um, it's it's a real art, isn't it, to learn to be able to. Uh, receive feedback but also also give it effectively as well but it's absolutely. one of the, one of the key ways way. to learn isn't it Through feedback absolutely yeah
2: absolutely
1: so we've got to get that get our pride out of the way sometimes
2: yes i always say people my ego is checked at the door mm. and when we talk that's fine let's do it it's mm-hmm. it's uh yeah i think it, you're, you're correct pride is is uh hampering our growth
1: yeah so you've had the opportunity to work with some very interesting people. We mentioned there, mentioned there Tony Robbins and uh, um, Stephen Covey and, uh, and the, the gentleman, um, Bob Proctor, who we've, uh, we both know. Uh, what did you learn from these people?
2: Oh, um, and I like these questions. And they're also low. This is what's he going to say from because you've, you've named masters. You've named people that are really on top of the game. And from Tony, uh, we were running the franchise that he had in Ottawa. And so I was able to, to do many of the seminars that he had facilitated with them where it has 500, 2,000, 5,000 people in there. Mm-hmm. Amazing sharing the stage with him. And and one of the best thing of Tony for me, for me, is that he teaches NAC, Neuro Associative Conditioning. What does that mean? In essence, we can perform best if we are in a certain Mood, You know when you say, I'm in the yeah. flow, things are yeah. flowing. So if yeah. we can anchor that state of mind in an instant, that's going to improve our ability to perform. Yeah. And hence the NAC, neuroassociative Conditioning, I used 100% to become Canadian champion in Taekwondo. And so anchoring it while fighting, just triggering the anchor and just going all out in an instant. Is something that is wonderful that Tony has developed. And I absolutely love it from him. So that's Tony, that's my number one thing. And <laughs> unknown to many people, this is high level paid coaches' time that you get with Tony to get that kind of material. But nevertheless, it's wonderful. Second one, you talk about uh, Dr. Covey, Stephen Covey. I had the opportunity to have meals with him on many occasions. And he is a, passed away now, but wonderful, wonderful mm. individual. And one of the main things, or the best, many things he taught, but one of the main things that stuck with me is first seek to understand. Yeah. Absolutely. Then be understood. Yeah. And that one brings so much respect to the table rather than coming and even though you're right and you know that your way is going to work, take a back seat. Find out what's going on first. Seek yeah. to understand what's going on with the people. And I've taken that as my philosophy to coach that i don't believe that i can give anybody a solution without having an analysis because if i do then i'm i'm doing malpractice you have to find out first seek to understand really understand what's going on then you can share what it is that you can or maybe you shouldn't share with them so seek first to understand then be understood i love it I yeah. And then Bob Proctor, well, Bob Proctor is the king. For those of you who don't know, we're in 2021, regardless of when you're listening to this, and Bob Proctor is 87 years old.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. And
2: he has more energy than you and I combined. Bob is absolutely mm. wonderful. He's an amazing gentleman, sweet, kind, and so much knowledge. And Bob talks about, and I'll paraphrase, because I'm using his in, in my teachings as well. He says that you are the key to your success, and I show you where the lock is. Ah, I, I love this, this way of, hey, we're the key to our success, but then we say, but where's the lock? And so I show you where the lock is. And so And one of the best things that I've learned with him is how to turn my yearly income into my monthly income. I've been studying personal development and business books for 42 years. I've been to the seminars, you name it. And Bob is the one that transformed it all together. He's the one that put it all the pieces together for me. So I I teach a lot of his things. I I say it's on steroids because I put Tony's material and other people's, the master's material into it as well. But transformation and results that stick is the name of the game. So that's basically what what I like from it. And how I help people now, because that's one of the questions that you and I talked about, Mm. is I created something called the cure. And the cure is C-U-R-R-E. And it stands for number one, we need to have clarity. A confused mind takes no action. But once we're clear on what it is that we want, then we can have a direction for it. Then you is uncover hidden challenges. If you come in a dark room, you're going to stumble upon things that are on the floor. But what I do is I turn on the light and we can identify those stumbling blocks and make them into stepping stones. Then it's an RR. RR is remove and replace. By that, I mean, have you ever seen people that stop smoking and a month or two later you see them and they've gained quite a bit of weight. What happened is that they replaced or they tried to eliminate, sorry, a, a bad habit and they did not consciously decide what they were going to replace it with. So therefore, to use mother nature's analogy, because they've plucked it by the root, then weeds started to grow because they weren't caring about it. So what we need to do is remove the bat, but right away replace it with something intentionally. And then the E is to embed it or ingrain it. Therefore, the cure, so you can have results that stick. So that's that's some of the philosophies of things that I do, synthesized from all the masters that I've learned from.
1: Wonderful. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you for that. And I, I'll never forget sitting on, I think, row two of an event for three days with Bob Proctor, and he stood there the whole time and spoke. And he was he was, uh, you know, in his in his eighties then. I think he was probably eighty-two, something like that. And I was blown away by him, in that energy. So I, I really get that. And some lovely principles that you've shared there. And we're going to get to commercial break now. But after the break, what I want to do is move. Move into this um, this fascinating um, subject. I'm also interested to know what your what your views are. With um, we've got a big international climate change conference in the, the UK this weekend as well, uh, and then talk about some of the different um, elements of. Uh, uh, you know of of the uh, you know mother nature and the lessons that we can learn from it to uh, help us grow and be better people and make it be a bigger contribution to the world those sorts of things so do join us after the break we've got lots more to come we'll be back with you again in just a couple of minutes
0: when it comes to business you'll find the experts here voice america business network would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential Pacific time on the Voice America Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper.
1: Hi, this is Chris Cooper. I'm with Francois Lupien. We're talking about, we're going to be talking about as a man soweth, um, before the break, we were talking about all sorts of things in Francois's background, and we we started to move towards this subject of uh, Mother Nature. I'm mean, really interesting, Francois in that um, you know, what's your take on things right now, and uh, what would your message be to all those leaders who are um, in the UK or heading over to the UK right now for the latest sort of cop twenty six conference on uh, on climate change?
2: I think it's a very important conference. I'd like to uh, take an approach that might be different. And one of them is one word, listen, L-I-S-T-E-N. And interestingly enough, silent is spelt with the same letters. So as they go into that big conference, let's listen to others. And in order to listen in a better way, we need to be silent ourselves, allowing others to express their opinion. Not coming there was, a, oh, I'm going to show them how it's going to be. Well, and in that sense, I'm going to do a little something with you, a little experiment that can illustrate this. So, Chris, if I was to tell you, there's nothing written on this, Chris, do you believe me? And the uh, more I point, no, I don't. It,
1: no, I can see it and it says, Can I say uh, what it says on I'm it. I'm
2: telling you, there's nothing written on this, Chris, do you believe me? <laughs> uh, and no. you say, obviously not. Now, take a look at this. This is what I was... Ah, seeing. yes. And so, so interestingly mm-hmm. enough, you were seeing this, and I'm saying there's nothing. I'm speaking the truth. Yeah. I'm seeing nothing. You are speaking the truth because you're seeing something. Yes. So, my, my take for that summit is that two people can talk about the same thing and have different opinions and both be correct. But the reason... the the next step is that we need to analyze and ask, Chris, why is it that you're saying this, seeking to understand? And then you tell me, it's because I see letters. And then you say, turn your head, Francois, and look. And then I go, wow, you are right. And so by doing this, that summit to me would be so much better as everybody embraces the listen and silent. And also to know that even though two people might say different things, about the same situation. If we find out their point of view, then we're going to understand it better and maybe even embrace it. So that's mm-hmm. my that's my take on this subject. Wishing all the best prayers to all the leaders. It's going to be um, an interesting, life-changing, even potentially from that that situation. And so, hopefully, that they can listen and come together rather than against one another is my my hope for this yes. weekend.
1: Yeah, I should just say for people who are listening in audio that uh, Francois was holding up a tube and and and, it, and 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 you know facing me, I could read. It said "Best dad, dad ever" on it, but on Francois's side, it was completely blank. So he just turned it around, and I, and I really, um, I really get that. I I think linking that in with seek first to to understand before being understood is is really important. But one of my clients this week was watching a, I think it was linked to to TED and the countdown. I think. Um, was watching something whereby a, a a climate change sort of activist um, walked off the stage when, and I think they were the CEO of Shell, I think it was, and they said they couldn't be on the same stage as that person. And I think, uh, you know, what we have to do is we have to engage and we have to listen. And if, if, you're, if you're leading Shell, you've got a, a huge job to do. And if you're not listening, they may actually be doing an awful lot uh, to, to improve things. Um, so I think it is uh, – Seeing different, seeking first to understand before being understood is really important. Um, yes. rather than making statements that you we can't be on the same stage as someone, in my opinion. Um, we so we have to, um, we have to be a bridge, don't we? And we have to listen and yeah, understand build
2: bridges, not walls.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because walls get us nowhere, do they? Well, so we're going get, to get we get into politics again. We'll go, we'll stay away from that one. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um you know, t- tell us, let's go into Mother Nature. Tell us top line, you know, what can we learn from Mother Nature? And then maybe we can just talk about some of the components of uh, I know you've written something on this, haven't you? You've written well,
2: a, yeah. And so yeah. And that book is, is getting ready to be published very soon. Yeah. One of the things is that Mother Nature teaches us is that constant growth is life. If you look at a plant at your house and you forgot to get some water, it dies. So mother nature is very simple. If you don't grow, you die. So that's a big lesson for you and I, we need to constantly grow. And one of my favorite things that I teach and I live by is the day you think you know it all is the day you start to fall. We never know it all. We need others. And then constant nourishment and growth is what brings life and more life to all. So the constant growth aspect is one of the top-line key elements that I have with Mother Nature. Another one is to trust the process. Trust the process. If you plant, it will grow. Yeah. It, it will, and it's by law, not by luck. Although I'll reveal a little something. I mean, it says, "Oh, I like to live my life by luck." People, what? Yeah, luck is L-U-C-K, labor under correct knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) So if you labor under correct knowledge, you're going to see that the more you do that, the luckier you get because you're in harmony with the laws. Mother Nature is so strong. She will crush you if you go against her. So let's find out more and understand how we can align ourselves with what she's been teaching for millions of years. Another one is... Success is inevitable. Success is inevitable. So really? It's three things you need. Number one, you need to do the work. You need to take action. You can't be passive. Uh, It's not going to (laughs) work. You need to do the work. Number two, you need to work on yourself. One thing that I realized and I wrote it down, not to forget, it says, in order to build a better business and a better life, I realized that I had to build a better me and work at it daily.
0: Yeah.
2: Daily and so and the third one is time that's the only variable if you work if you do the work and work on yourself time is the only variable to make success inevitable in your life and so mother nature teaches us that she's consistent constantly in teaching us new things and great things to actually do so that's that's another one then if we're talking about planting and growing we need to nurture and by that i mean some people says okay i'm going to take this action And then let's make it happen after. And they wait. You can't. If you plant a seed and it does not grow or it starts to grow, then it dies. You cannot say the seed was no good. No, it started to grow. It was good. You were careless and not nurturing it. And because of that, it stopped growing. When we nurture it, we're going to get an abundant harvest. And this is another key that I like. Although Mother Nature is there all the time we need to do our part and this is my a a great segue to my next one which is action mother nature teaches us action So this is the story about this preacher, and he's going in his car in in the mountains and and in the fields, and all of a sudden he sees this beautiful farm, and there's this farmer far away on his tractor, and the preacher says, man, look at how blessed this guy is. So he parks his car, and the farmer sees him, so the farmer comes and they start talking, and the preacher says, wow, God has really blessed you with a beautiful farm here. And the farmer ponders and says, well... You should have seen what it looked like when he was taking care of it all by himself. <laughs> so yes, Mother Nature will make things grow, but we need to do action and we need to do things about it. So I, I like this, this story about that the preacher and the farmer that yes, it will grow, but we need to do something about it ourselves. So that's yeah, that's one of the things that I really like. Some, we can go on and on forever, but maybe we can talk about some other things as well. But yeah. these are our main things that Mother Nature Teaches us, and it is immovable. Mother teachers, Mother Nature's teachings are immovable. Mm-hmm. You're gonna say, for example, let's go back to the summit that's gonna happen this week. Because of new information that might happen, people will change their minds and have a different direction. But will Mother Nature? No. <laughs> what works then works now, and will work tomorrow. I like to build my life on a solid foundation of things that are secure and as uh, how do you say uh, the test of time, as went through the test of time again and again. I like to align myself with those types of principles rather than just theories that can change.
1: Mm. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. I mean, there's there's an there's an awful lot in there uh, that's uh, that that's coming to mind, and uh, you know that idea of of time isn't it? it's, you know so many people kind of. They they set a bit of an intention with something, and uh, they they expect it's just going to happen. A bit like the secret was initially. People people thought actually, if I uh, if I set this intention uh, and uh, and get clear about what I want to do, and, I'll, I'll, and then they continue to sit in their chair and not take action on it. Not it doesn't grow. And like a plant, you know, a plant can grow on its own, but if you're you're planting vegetables in your own garden, you've got to cultivate them, haven't you? And there's a time gap between that cultivation and when, you know, when the produce, um, arrives. Yes. Um, I heard that
2: planting season is not harvest season. No. They're two different
1: seasons. Yeah. Two, two different seasons. So, so just, um, you just, you just started to touch there about aligning ourselves with nature. I mean, how, do, how do we best align ourselves? Do we just, um, consider those different stages that you talked about and ensure we were they're embedded in our brain and realize as a sequence? interesting I just trust it i mean what
2: yeah that's a good way one of the ways that i like to approach it to best align myself with nature number one is to observe
1: hmm. let's
2: observe what's going on whenever we come into a new area new place we don't come in and say hey this is how it works be quiet observe and see what is going on and then study oh this seems to be growing why is this and being inquisitive about it. And then finally, and you touched it, we need to apply. So observe, study and apply to me are the best way to align ourselves with nature. We are not the boss. You wanna think that you're the boss of nature? Try and go against it. (laughs) It's gonna hurt because she's very, very powerful teacher. And it's been forever that the principles that from which it is structured on are proven again and again. So let's observe what's happening and then study phenomenons that we like. Oh, look, at this is growing and this is not growing. What's going on here? And so as we observe this we say, oh, if I apply this, then I'm gonna get similar results. One of the things that Tony Robbins says, don't reinvent success, copy it. (laughs) If it's working, just do it. And then when you're, and this is also something very good, Chris, uh, uh, tweaks from, from Tony. You copy success, and then don't change it until you are successful. Then when you're successful, then you can start tweaking it, not before. One of the reasons many people fail is because they see something so say, oh, I got this, and now they start to, to do it on their own. But they lack the foundation that existed at first. And until you realize that and ingrain it into you, then and only then can you build something different and better. But you have a strong foundation, a strong mm-hmm. footings on which to do. And that's that's something that and, and sometimes I do it. Oh, I know this. Meh. Let's get some humility back in place. Find out exactly how it works. Apply it so it becomes ingrained into us, and then we can start tweaking it.
1: Yeah, Ex- excellent. One of your um sort of stages in the process uh, of, of nature that um reading about with uh i think we talked about was pruning tell us yes. a little about pruning
2: yeah well pruning is is interesting first let's set that we only have so much energy that we have and so that's why we need to go sleep to replenish the energy and then go the next day same as nature i have in the backyard we have a, a large lot in the backyard we have three apple trees and every spring we need to go in and cut the suckers. I didn't know what it was at first because I asked an older man that has an orchard to come over to our house, treated him to supper and had a good time with him. And then he came in the backyard and he looked at it and he said, hey, these are suckers. I go, what's suckers? (laughs) And basically when a branch grows, they have other branches that grow on it. And so these branches are sucking the energy that needs to go to the main branch to nourish the fruit that will come out. Mm. And so those suckers need to be cut. They need to be pruned. We need to remove them in order to allow the, the the juice, so to speak, to flow at the right place. Now, it best comes from analyzing the pruning that is. And so one of the ways that we have it with us is, is what I'm doing right now, helping me to achieve the goal that I want, or is it not? If it is, nurture it. If it's not, cut it. One of the major characteristics of people that know exactly what it is that they want is they make decisions quickly and change them slowly, if ever. And that's because they're clear on things. And uh, for those of you who are not seeing me, uh, what I'm doing right now is I'm making my hand coming towards me. I'm saying, oh, is this something that I apply in my life? It's either yes, and I do it right away. If something else comes to me, I look at it, is this helping me right now? If the answer is no, I push it away right away, not giving it any thoughts. Why? Because what I said, we have suckers in our lives. And these ideas will suck the energy of where you're going right now. We need to be passionate about what we're doing and also channel the energy to focus it. One of the things I have on my desk is a magnifying glass to remind me That, you know, if you put it at the right spot, you can have that white bead that can start a fire. Well, that white bead will start a fire only if you stop moving. If you're moving all over the place, you will never start a fire. Mm. So you need to concentrate and focus. Well, you need to have a plan and clarity to do this. So the pruning is, if what I'm doing is not conducive to the, the results that I'm seeking to have, let's cut it. And cut yourself literally the ties from it, so you can have the energy focused on the right direction. Does that make sense?
1: Makes an awful lot of sense. And uh, cool. You know how, how many people are sitting here thinking there's a lot of uh, a lot of tasks I'm doing, a lot of conversations I'm doing. I think I'm being smart, but actually I'm being a busy fool, really, because um, what they're not doing is taking me towards my end goal. They're distracting. And, uh, <laughs> they're, yeah. Sorry.
2: You say that, it, it reminds me of people talking about the washing machine syndrome. See, a washing machine, it just spins. They boom, boom, boom. Mm. And, and the washing machine, if you ask this, oh, I'm doing a lot. Look at me. I'm, yes, but you're yeah. going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> you're going nowhere. And so yeah. oftentimes we ourselves have the washing machine syndrome saying, but look at my to-do list. Look at what I've done. Yeah, but you haven't, the in the needle has not even moved yet. So we have to be understanding of hey what is it that i'm doing is it good so therefore pruning is a very good thing and oftentimes, chris we need someone else like i did i brought an expert i nurtured that expert and then he gave me some knowledge that i was then able to use same thing with us in our lives invite experts in your life to find out what are your suckers and so it can be eliminated so you can produce way more
1: Good plan. Well, um, we're going to go to commercial break. Now, after the break, we're going to move from suckers to planting. Do you join us again in just a couple of minutes.
0: From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. Would you like to work personally with the host of this show to help realize your potential? Chris Cooper supports business leaders and high potential individuals to achieve greater success in their businesses and careers. Support includes the opportunity to join a high-return group mentoring and mastermind program called the Achiever Program, one-to-one mentoring and coaching, facilitated leader development workshops, and speeches. Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. You are tuned into the Business Elevation Show with your host, Chris Cooper. If you have a question or comment about our show, please direct your emails to chris at chriscooper.co.uk. That's chris at chriscooper.co.uk. Now back to Chris Cooper.
1: Hi, this is Chris Cooper, and I'm loving this conversation with Francois. Uh, it's absolutely fascinating. I, I just, just uh, love this when we're thinking about our... You know our world, and we're thinking about our contribution. We're thinking about actually our place in it, and who we're being, and uh, what's 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 distracting us from uh, moving forward to where we need to get to. And also considering that actually there's kind of universal laws, like in nature, where where you know things do grow, they do improve in terms of value, they do get more efficient, and uh, and actually we can fight against that, or we can allow ourselves to flow with those natural rhythms. Is is a message I'm. I'm getting from this. So uh, we, talked about, um, we talked about suckers. Let's talk about planting. All right, planting. Well, planting in, w- in one sentence brings more life. When we plant, it brings
2: more life all the time. Interestingly enough, though, when we're planting, select the seeds carefully. Some people say, Oh, I want an orchard. Oh, here's some apple seeds. It takes apple seeds, plants them, next thing you know, green apples come on green apples. I didn't want green apples. I wanted red apples. You just took any seed. So what is it that you do? Are you specific about the seeds? And let's face it, that planting, we're talking about seeds. And so therefore the seeds are our thoughts and our mind is the soil. What seeds are we planting? Just anything. And by the way, this might be controversial, but I suggest strongly that no one listens to the news before you go to bed. You want to listen to the news some other time? No problem. Because when you do that before you go to bed, your mind is starting to relax before you get, and you're planting these things inside you. They're going to be nurtured throughout the eight hours of sleep. And then you wake up and you wonder why you're grumpy the next day. Well, that might be because you have to change the last things that you do last 30 minutes before going to bed. Those thoughts are seeds that you're planting in the soil, your mind. And so we have to be careful with the seeds that we plant. And then always planting. This is interesting. Remember at first we said there's planting season and there's harvest season, and there's two different season, and they don't happen in the same season. Well, with introspection, I have a cure for that. If you are always planting, constantly planting, you will always be harvesting, Mm. always, always. It'll be the same season. Of course, it's not this plant that produces now, but this plant will produce here. But as you continue to plant, it will eliminate the roller coaster income that so many people are playing with. They start to take action. So they plant seeds and then they start to get busy. When they get busy, they stop planting They're making money. Everything is like, yes. And all of a sudden it dives. Why? Because planting is a forever activity. Forever. Not all. Oh, I feel like it. I don't. And the interesting thing about planting, like any habit, the more you do it, the easier it gets. Not that the task is easier, but that your ability to do it has developed more and more. And the more good habits we can form in our lives, I like this one for people that don't see, I'm, I'm pinching my finger. You do a little bit of action. And then with my other hand, I'm showing a, lot, a large gap. Little bit of action creates a lot of results. Why? Because it's an habitual thing that you have ingrained, you have paid the price. So that is something that I really think that planting is key into this. It's, it's fine, we need to plant all the time. Hopefully that makes sense.
1: Yeah, well, absolutely. I really, I really, really um, get that, and it, it's so easy, isn't it, to to find yourself procrastinating. As you say, I think particularly with small businesses, they get they get busy, particularly if they're one one man bands, really, or one woman um, bands, and uh, and they get really busy. They get lots of client work. They're feeling really happy, um, working really flat out. But if they're not planting seeds uh, at the same time, then they find themselves going from you know, boom to bust or, you know, uh, being very busy and then suddenly having lots of talent, but nobody to, to give it to. Um, so that's, that's sewing is important, isn't it? And if you can't sew, you've got to find other people who can sew for you while you're, you're busy working.
2: Absolutely. And, and interestingly enough, I, I teach people to do it in such a way that doesn't take so much time out of your life, but because it takes little time and you do it consistently, then you're taken care of. It's, it's wonderful. It is a cure
1: yeah yeah definitely definitely so we've got um we've got a, we've got about ten minutes left till we uh, we finish this interview so I'm, i we better move on uh to harvesting so let's talk about harvesting all of that uh, that energy and you know positive uh after 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 getting rid of the suckers um planting and uh now hopefully with harvesting we've seen some good results and not um, the, some of the vegetables that we we pulled out of the ground this year, which really oh, no, uh, no hadn't been nurtured very well um, over the summer, like <laughs> so, cabbage white butterflies, it got to them.
2: Nope. <laughs> so basically, for me, harvesting is a reward, but a reward comes only when you've paid the price.
1: Yeah.
2: And so, and this is something that's going to be life changing. I'm saying right now, in order for you to get a harvest, you need to be ready to receive. A lot of people are givers, I'm a giver, I like to give a lot, and sometimes we forget to receive, and because we don't receive, we are not harvesting what is rightfully ours because of the efforts that we have put in, and so we need to allow for it, allow for it, and then also we need to build the barn to receive the harvest. And so sometimes and you receive things and you don't know what you're going to do with it. So why would you get it? Why would mm-hmm. the universe send you things that you're not going to be able to do with it? Why yes. would it be a waste? And doesn't want to waste. So, and it needs to be in proportion with what it is that you want to do. And also harvesting brings in wisdom or we should use wisdom. Why do I mean? If you're wise about it, the harvest just gave you the seeds for next year. Yeah. It did. And now, not only that, but through wisdom and study, you have to use your best seeds for next year. And that way you will have constant increase. Don't use the rehash, oh, that's easy, you know, laziness, I'll do this again, do this. Let's analyze why is this a good seed? And through study, you get the knowledge. And then through that, you then again take action. So these are things for harvesting. So if you choose the best seeds, you will constantly have yearly increases because of those choices.
1: Wow! Yeah, make makes an enormous amount of uh, amount of sense. You've got to follow the follow the process, haven't you?
2: Absolutely. Uh, and, and the laws that are there. Every step. Every step. Every step we need to follow. And so there's other application that we can get from, from uh, uh, Mother Nature. And one of them that I'll I'll say to I use this a lot is that success is not a picture. It's not. There is no such thing as one silver bullet to solve all your problems. Someone tells you that run, run. It is not a picture. Success is a puzzle.
0: Mm. It's a puzzle. Mm. There's
2: many pieces. And so mother nature has got so many other pieces that we talked about. We talked about planting, harvesting, but there's also persistence, faith. Be like water, my friend, like uh, my mentor, uh, um, bruce lee says be like water if you're poured into a container you take the shape of that container you're poured into a glass you take the shape of that glass you are still water you did not change just adapted to your environment being like water and also we have burn the bad Uh, mother nature burns the bad when it burns the bad it grows after like crazy there's seed there's soil there's order and then there's my story of farmer and God, and you'll have to get my book in order to get that one. It's it's a, so there's many many stories that and or uh, other application that Mother Nature can actually teach us.
1: Wow, Well, there's an awful lot in there. I'm looking forward to the book. What so tell us what are you, you've got the book coming out when? It's actually it's in the last revision right now, so
2: to be and when I don't know I say I don't know I don't know they're revising it right now and so once it's done then we'll go to publication so those, yeah. it's my first book so I don't know exactly <laughs> the process there's some professionals that are listening to this uh, you might say oh that's easy well for me it's not and it's okay I'm just going with the process right now and trusting the people yeah. with whom I've surrounded myself that are professionals at it
1: yeah it's it, it, it's, uh, it's quite quite a quite a process and, and if you're working with a publisher I remember with my, with my um, first book, um, it was quite it was quite funny because I remember getting this call and uh, I, and um, said you know we've um, the, de- the dates changed for the book publishing we're going to go in in December. Uh, and I went back and said, "Oh, you know, thank you. That's uh, that's fantastic, fantastic. You know, really kind of happy with." It. And they came back and said, "You know, we're so we're so appreciative that you understand." Then I went, then I went and read the document. It was it was actually December next year. <laughs> I think. <don't
2: care.
1: laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't well, seek first to now. understand before being understood. <laughs> but they were. Uh, uh, but so the the process when you're in there, it can take. Um, you, you're not in control of it all, are you? <laughs> I, I don't know so i'm just going with the flow yeah so, we're going with a, okay. you're gonna be like you're being like water exactly yes. i'm trusting
2: the process if i want people to trust me as i advise them because of my expertise i am also willing to listen when other experts are telling me
1: mm-hmm. and so
2: it makes it again you know those suckers yeah putting too much energy on this would drain me i don't need that no,
1: no. I can be 100 with you (laughs) yeah yeah absolutely you want to be with me right now and um so who's your who are your ideal clients well actually as
2: we talk about ideal clients i'd like to say my priorities for next year if that's okay with you yeah my priorities for next year is to prune my tree Mm. nurture it daily yeah that's one of the things and then waking people up that their full potential Because their treasure is buried. And so most people's treasure is buried. So I want to share with what you want. I want you to share with me. What is it that you want? And then I'll show you how to get it. That's my plan for next year. Develop and ingrain success habits in all the people that are around me so they can harvest not just for next year, but for years to come and even leave legacies. Those are the things that I'm looking at to do. Absolutely. So then you want my ideal client? Oh, you want to talk about this? Or my Actually, ideal no, I really, I
1: really like that. I think it's just worth sort of stopping there because um, there are so many people out there offering services and offering self-development services, et cetera. But I think what you know, what I'm taking out of this conversation right now is um, is is that you know what you're also doing. You're really looking at yourself because there is a if, if you're not. Following the kind of journey that you've just described yourself, and you're not um, uh, getting rid of the suckers, and you're not um, planting enough seeds, and you're not um, harvesting and building, building a, a, a barn for them. And actually, there's some inauthenticity in helping others.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I, th- I think it's all about. And so, my ideal client is someone that knows that there has to be more in their life. They're stuck maybe on an income plateau or roller coaster income have a big desire either to want something or sick and tired of what's going on now so desire is also a big thing and so if that's the case I'm gonna rock your world better still I'll help you rock your own world and so my hook is money you're gonna say what? Well, because I help people double triple, 10 X their income and put their yearly income become their monthly income that's my hook but and there's a big but and when Tony says, when you use the word, but you negated everything you said before. Working together, coming together for me, I need to people that are heart-centered and service-oriented. Yeah, yeah. To me, that is the foundation. If it's only about money, I'm not interested. But if we are heart-centered and service-provided, we're going to knock this world. We're going to not only get better ourselves, but serve more and more people. Elevate everybody around us. And I got goosebumps just thinking and saying about this. Yeah, and I hope yeah. that my genuineness is coming out of this to say that I really, really love this
1: thing. Fantastic. Well, we, We're, getting, we're getting nearly at the end of the interview now. I need to ask you very quickly, final message to leave us with? Yes. Leave everyone with the impression of
2: increase. Everybody you meet. Leave them with the impression of increase. When they leave you, they're going to say, wow, that was great. And they're a better person because they have met you. So, because we don't just live once. A lot of people used to say that. Someone changed my thinking. We live every moment. So let's make the best of it together. We don't live just once. We live every moment. Let's make the best of it together.
1: Fantastic. Well you've made the best of it today. It's been absolutely brilliant and uh, um you've got a website how to be more so how to become more to, uh, .com which um, I got tangled up there because I had a um a site called bemoreachievemore.com and and it's that's the strap line for the show. Um, yeah. um how, how to, to become more, become more. com. More. Dot com, um, which, you know, really, really resonate with. And people can
2: schedule a call with me if they want as they come through. And if you like what you see and if we have some good vibration, let's find out if there's something that can be done. It'll be an honor to help and serve all your community.
1: Fantastic. Absolutely brilliant. On next week's show, I uh, have another amazing guest. We've got Blair Singer. Um, Blair's um, really, uh, really well known across the globe. He's, um, uh, he's a, a, an amazing uh, teacher. He's um, taught in 25 countries, I think on five contra- uh, um, continents. And we're going to talk about um, uh, teacher um, leaders as teachers next week and how it's essential that leaders become uh, great teachers and facilitators in this world. And I can't think of anybody better to help us do that than Blair Stinger. So we'll be back with you next week. Do join us at the show next week, 435th show, I think. Um, it's uh, so brilliant to be back with you again. Do join us, do share, do let people know about this. And if you've got any questions, comments, I would love to hear them. Chris at chriscooper.com and a huge thank you again to, to Francois.
2: Thanks for all you do, Chris. Much appreciated. You do make a difference. Thank you. Thank you.
0: We thank you for listening to the Chris Cooper Business Elevation Show. Please join your host, Chris Cooper, again next Friday at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. cheap off.